0: What's going on? What's going on, y'all? This is your host with the most. we have a toast, Leader Johnson. You are here on the Five Leader Sports Podcast right here on Spotify. Listen, man, if I say Villanova is one of the best athletic all around, we're talking about lacrosse, track, volleyball, I mean, everything. So why should you be surprised at what Coach Dillard is doing? Villanova always going to hire good replacements to follow a culture. Um, Coach Harry is one of the greatest. Consistent, been there for a long time. And for somebody with the type of longevity, longevity, you need a power. You need Coach Dylan. That's what you, Coach Dylan is a PA product. Just like Jay Wright. And it was just like perfect. He's just like the female J. Wright. Great culture, great standards. Unbelievable. Well, check this out. Mississippi State Transfer. Danae Carter from Philadelphia is a Villanova Wildcat. Yes, things definitely must be explained to why this is a big impact transfer to why Villanova will be even better than last year. Scaring UConn. So, I mean, they this is a scary team. But college basketball hasn't found out yet. I still think I think Villanova will get Madison Francis. I think that will happen. I asked Coach Dillon, "What they still recruiting? The top, one of the most elite prospects in all of women's, you know, the 2025 class, top 10. And Villanova's been recruiting for a long time. The girl's good. Oh, yeah. Ab- Abigail Jajidi, very, 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 very good two-way player. Will be playing this year. I'll be looking to see how she impacts. Now, Let's talk to Nate Carter. To Nate Carter. You got 4.2 points, 4.7 rebounds. Uh hitting 50% from the field, or 48% from the field. Um gotta work on free throws, of course. But she's something else. You look at her, you wanna really look at a person. You know, she only played that's that's let's keep it a, a thousand percent. She played and started 19. She played 19 games last year and started nine. She played 28 games this year and started one. Look at her stats. Last year, they were better. They were better. Six points a game, uh, 2.1 blocks, and 8.1 rebounds. And last year, I mean, this year, she only played, uh, this past year, excuse me, she only played 15 minutes, but she had 24 minutes last time. So let's just keep this all the way to the left, right? And what I mean by that, let's talk about the whole stat thing. Per 48 minutes, she would be a double-double machine, 10 and 13 in 2021-22. 20, and she would be 10.9 and 12 rebounds in 2022-23. We're talking about 1.5 blocks. The year before, she would have averaged 3.4 blocks per per 40. Okay? We're talking about 1.6 steals in 2021-22. We're talking about 1.9 steals in 2022-23. Give her the ball a little bit more. What we think she would do? Well, we're talking about fifteen points and seventeen rebounds. We're talking about thirteen point nine points last year and eighteen rebounds. We're talking about two point three steals, two point seven steals. What we're trying to say here is you have a force here in the in the Dylan system. This team, um, obviously loses senior forward. Maddie Seagras, who averaged twenty nine points a game, nine rebounds, unbelievable season. Um, Christina Doss. Now, I said, when Dawes got in and got that time, things would change. 7.3 points, 7.9 rebounds. Maddie Burke averaged seven points a game. You know, she's a guard at six feet. Burke can also play forward. You know, uh, Danae Carter is six feet. Um, Bella Ryan is coming back. Four points a game, you know, two point, two assists, two rebounds, just to show you a little bit what she can do. She's going to be a big contributor at 5'11". Also at forward, Megan Aubrey. She was, a, she was a freshman last year. Showed a lot of why she was recruited. Showed a piece of it. You'll see a lot of that. Kylie Swatter at 6'4". It's going to get her time. It is her time to be that center. And you also look at and now he lead collie. Six feet also is gonna get in there. And when we're looking at, we're looking at recruits who can play um, two different positions. From power forward. Doss and Carter are gonna be some. Two people who can play defense. She's gonna add defense to this. She's gonna add post playing. She's a post-presence. Um a player that could also have good passing, good IQ. Now, we're looking at this team, and you look at the guards on this team. You look at Lucy Olsen, had 12 points a game last year. Maddie Burke comes back. We just said Bella Ryan is another one that comes in there. Um, looking at Caitlin Orell, who's going to definitely, definitely be a good upgrade. When she gets that time and gets to cooking, she's a winner. Denia Jones. I mean, this team is different. You got Abigail Jajidi who's going to be another good guard that's going to come in. Brent McCurry at the also in the center position. See, when you got McCurry and you got Swatter, that's going to be huge, huge, huge for this team. You got Curry and you got McCurry and you got Swatter. It's a six four person coming in with another girl that's 6 feet. I think that's the acquisition is not being talked about as much. To have a 6'1 McCurry come in with a 6'4 Swatter, those are going to be the two big changes, I think, that's going to be hard for people to defend. You got McCurry, she'll come in. Let's see how much time she gets. For one thing, they got the size, and she definitely has the talent. But Kylie Swatter can shoot. She can score. And at 6'4, they're going to have to watch out for Kylie Swatter. Um, now, you bring in Carter, which helps Doss, which helps Lee Collie. everybody that's going to be coming in the front quarter. helps Megan, right? All reason, get to show her challenge there. But Carter has played before. Has, that's the thing about her. She's played since a freshman, since the beginning. Since a freshman, she's played and impacted that team. Now she comes in on her junior year. And she brings the experience, brings the competitiveness, which will help Doss back there, which will help Kylie Swatter. She will really be a leader on that front court. Um, Lee Kylie is another one. I'm so interested to see how she gets down in the front court. But now you got Sanai Jones, and you got Lucy Olsen. And this is this is interesting to see how this goes. Um. A lot of different pieces, a lot of different players. They were 30 and seven last year, 17 and three, in their in their uh, conference. So this team's coming back hungry. Maddie Burke at guard is going to be someone to watch. You. You bring in Maddie Weber, another recruit coming in this year. Like the steady talent that's flowing and able to fall back. Like, Anahe Lee Kali is going to be a player that's going to produce. They got girls. That class that they got, when they got Dawes, they got Jones, they got Austin, Lee Kali, like, these girls can play. All of them. Every single one of them. This could be, let's just go down the road. We're going to see when it's over. Right now, you're looking at Olsen being a sophomore. Dawes, all those girls are sophomores. Let's just see where this class is. I think everybody from that class is going to be a good player. Like, everybody. You know, Kylie Swatter, um, the Bella Ryan class, that's a different class. But Kylie Swatter is going to be someone to look at this year. You're going to have to watch out for her. I think this is a starting center. I mean, we'll see how things go. I'll do more talking. We'll be back. I have a second segment, yes, I'll have a second segment. um it's gonna be something to see who the starting five really is if I'm guessing at the starting five um I think Holly Swider starts. I think Dulce gets the power forward position um Carter could be small forward. With Lucy Olsen and Zion Jones. But it could be different. I mean, it could be a whole other way. Because Maddie Burke is coming back. Okay, Maddie Burke. I think it will be initially, it could be Burke and Olsen. They have the experience. Burke is a junior. I mean, a senior going into this year, excuse me. Olsen will be a junior. Then you come in. And you have Doss. And you can still have um, have Lee Colley still be on that same situation with Carter. But I don't think it'll be like that. Then, you know, I think it'll be Burke. I think Burke and um, Olsen will be initially the two starters. And then you got Burke. She gives you a six-feet option unless you want to put Burke at the forward position. And then you put John Olsen and you pick Jones. Or you could just put Olsen and Jones. Like I said, Jones coming off the bench will be big because Jones is good. You let Burke and you let Olson start. But then you got Carter, who I think for sure is going to start. Either it's going to be... You put... And I'll find out more intel. Just looking at this team. You put Anneli Collie with Doss and Swatter... Or you put Carter and Annelie Kiley. But Carter's gonna start anyway. So it's only a rotation. Either Carter could be the power forward, or Carter's gonna be at the small forward. But the way she plays looks like it's a power forward position. Could be like that. Or she can go to small forward. There's so many ways you can roll, right? When you look at that, will Carter play the power forward position with Doss being the center and Kiley Swatter coming off the bench with Annelie Kiley at the three position? That can all happen. It can all happen. You got Megan Albrecht, How big is she on this? The, the talented sophomore coming in. Kaylin um, Oriel is a is a guard. Are you going to use a junior now? Or put that small forward. Where would you put her? Where would you put her? You also got Bella Ryan, who's 5'11". You could put her at a small four. Would you do that? It's just so many ways they can go. So I just want to see. For sure, you know it's going to be Olsen, Carter, and I think Burke and Doss. Those four start, but how would they do that? Will Doss play power forward and center? Just got to find out more to roster, but it's such a good talent The roster. It's good to look at talent. It's fun looking at talent. They got a lot of it. Um, Coming in, like I say, Maddie. um... Matty Webster and Bryn McCurry. And then don't forget the 2024 class, you still got Jasmine Basco and and Danny Ciceretti. Both are very talented players. Jasmine Basco is an unbelievable guard. Both guards just can dribble a good family background. Also, when you look at Dan Ceseretti played in international competition. They're bringing nothing but ballers over to Villanova. Villanova's going to do nothing but get better and better. 30 wins for Dylan, 30 wins. 17 wins in the count. Only three losses. Right, she's a she's a force. She, that team is better than people think. So watch out for this team. Simple with the Villanova Wildcats. They get they get an addition in Anthony Hawkins that goes with guys like Devin Marshall, Tyrell Mims, Jalen Goodman coming through uh, in the secondary that they, they always recruit well. Other guys, so many, uh, Josh Alaremi, um, Johnny Pittman, who played recently for this, you know, they came here to transfer, played recently for the another Wildcats, but they got Ethan Potter. You know, you got guys like John Roden, Garrett Rogan, just going down defensive backs, Christian Sapp, Kishon Schultes who is the highest rated Villanova Wildcat in football recruiting history for 247 Sports. It's, it's Kishon Schultes. So we're talking about, just talk to that guy, good guy too. This is getting Anthony Hawkins. It's just like, dang. Ty Trini. Isis Webster so many different players um john white who's gonna be another guy i can't wait to see play you got all these guys big guys i mean and the mode of and garrett you got white you got um i'm not not garrett but the mode of hawkins you got white Wyatt, jonathan white's a tall guy and a L- lot of trent think about him he, he's got ball skills elite ball skills he's gonna be a problem like he has really elite ball skills i mean to see why some recruits don't get looked at like others, there's a lot of things that got to do with that. The politics, who they're telling them to look at them, what school they're playing for, you know, um, who they think they schedule really fa- does it favor them for them to be looked at and put on. It's always opinions also, but this guy could have been anywhere. could have been a D1 school. People just ain't looking. They have a gym in Anthony Hawkins. They definitely have a gym. I did the interview with him. He said they had been recruiting him. I mean, he committed like about seven days after he got the offer. He said it was nothing new. They had been on him. So it was only, I mean, it was only right. It was only a matter of time. So many different players, so many different Ways you can go, like I said, the Ethan Potter, the Ty Trinity, the John Roden, the Gav Rogan. There's so many different players. Divine Marshall, been hearing lots of great things about him in camp. Seeing the postings that Gary Rogan had a good camp. You know, he has a good, solid camp. But hear a lot of good things about Divine Marshall coming out of camp. The guys you hear about of is D- Antonio Johnson, he is him. Divine Marshall. I'm hearing Tanner Maddox looking unbelievable in camp. Looking great in camp. They can have a star quarterback. Is it gonna be not be Watkins? What's going on? Is Watkins not gonna start? Is that why um never talked to Ricky Ortega? Is that why Ortega left? He didn't feel like he would get a chance to start and do his thing. Tanner Maddox said he beat the competition up. Three star twenty twenty four quarterback that they offer Dylan Mills. I mean, he's a pro-style quarterback, a guy that can run a little bit. Listen, they're going right on. Matt O'Connor, he had to transfer, went to Stetson. They got Jack Ryder from IMG. He's going to be there. They have a guy that's going to sit there. He can throw that ball. They got talent there still. But guys left. It was a crowded quarterback for him. Matt O'Connor knew he wasn't going to get that time. Jack Ricky Ortega wanted a certain amount, of different time. He wanted more dedication to who he was. Now you got Connor, you had Tanner, and you got Jack Ryder in, in their quarterback room. Now it's at one, two, three. Now they got to go recruit other quarterbacks. So it was only right. It was only right. Um, just seeing who's playing, I mean, yes, Devin Marshall, uh, De- 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 Antonio Johnson's a three-star. Listen, there are three stars I'm getting, um, I'm doing, you know, getting reports. And I'm going to the three-star guys. I'll put out a report soon on what was said, but all the three-star guys, I'm looking to, you know, these are guys, there are at least, let me see, we got Matt Bothwell, a three-star tight end out of Texas, Antonio Johnson, a three-star tight end. Um, Jaron Hayek is a three-star. J.R. Strauss is a three-star linebacker. Keshawn Scaltis is a three-star cornerback. Aiden Howard is a three-star defensive end. You got all these guys who are who are highly rated recruits for Villanova. This this, this past cycle has had some of the highest rated Villanova recruits of all time. You know, Andy might have had the most important of all time and Brian Westbrook. Then we got Howie Long back in the day. I mean, but we're talking about relevance of stars. Mark Ferranti has got the most stars highest star athletes in in the star era so they're all on this team this team is built for some success and what i'm hearing from the offensive players is this team is more together they know what to do They, they they're more in sync they kick it more they get out with each other more so they're there this team is going to be a little different explosive like it should have been last year um, But I see the secondary always being there. I mean, John Roden is still a guy I'm real high on, you know. Devin Marshall, very high on him. Um, Garrett Rogan's a productive player. Jalen Goodman, always been high on him. Uh, Kishon Scaltus. Just can't wait to see the talent and see what he gets into. Big, real high. On him was very good. That was a very good recruit. He was like a 90 rated player, just about 89 rated. I mean, that was a big recruit for them to get. Aiden Howard was a big recruit for them to get. Mitchell Bothwell and then Antonio Johnson back to back three stars. Good recruiting going on. Good recruiting. They're really going down to Texas, going to other places like Georgia when they got Tommy Broderick from Georgia. This is a good team. Last year was a talented team. They just weren't together mentally. I mean, kind of Watkins' first year starting, you know, getting used to the offense just wasn't there. But um, Tanner Maddox looks like a, a star out of high school. He really looks like a guy that could get drafted in the NFL. His type of talent, his type of athletic ability. He's the type of guy, he's successful at Villanova, he can get drafted. I really believe he's the type of player that can get drafted. Kind of Watkins has it. He just has to tap into it. He's a gunslinger. He's also a guy that can run, you know, um, be dangerous with his feet. But Tanner Maddox's talent. Now that Ortega's gone, he's the clearly most talented quarterback in their room. Whenever he gets his chance, he's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, Connor Watkins is a gunslinger. He can even exceed my expectations. I think just from last year, just put you in the freeze frame. But talent-wise, Watkins can light it up with the best of them and throw touchdowns. He just has to tap into it. But Maddox is the type of guy that can beat you in camp. He's that good. And I think the coaching staff has been so excited about Tanner Maddox. Excited. So this is going to be something to see, man. And you still got Pringle and Herrick. Hayek, and then you got Jaquan Allen, another three-star, another three-star, three-star wide receiver, three-star um, tight ends. It's crazy how Jalen Jackson and, you know, T.D. A.O. wasn't even put stars on them when they were recruited. When they, when they got their recruitment, it wasn't even stars on them. Just did good recruiting all around. So, listen, y'all, good talking to y'all. Just giving y'all a little up and up. Danae Carter is a Villanova Wildcat. Anthony Hawkins is a Villanova Wildcat. Welcome to the nation. This is big, y'all. I think um this could be a real interesting year for Villanova men's basketball, women's basketball, and football. Good trifecta. It's always good. They're all, listen, Ferranti just won his CAA Conference Championship. You think he's far away, which is all it was, but the team just wasn't ready mentally to go out there. It'll make Veronti better as a coach. It'll make everybody bow and all of them be better as coaches and get this team ready. They got the talent. That's not it. So quit all that. Wait till you see this team. And if they fail this second year, I can be like, uh, I don't know what to say because they got talent on the floor, but this team has done great with talent. I mean, look at James Franklin. What happened to Penn State? They was there and they're back here. Great coaches go to this. It's this going to be great. Uh, Coach Dylan, it's just at the thirty and seven. When you see what's going to happen, what is going to happen? Nothing but greatness is going to happen. Talented girls on the field. Then you bring Philadelphia players. What's up with Villanova bringing Philadelphia players back? Hakeem Hart, Denae Carter, DeAndre Swift. What's Jesus? Not only that, uh, D, uh can't say his last name. Start with a Z. I know you played with him. Saint Joe's Prep came from um, Atlanta. Listen, this is going to be something to see right now something to see all right so i'm out of here y'all your host with the most so will have a toast follow the sports i'm out